Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, everyone, on our July 2nd edition of, uh, of our show. You uh, suck. Well, I'm sorry. We have a special guest with us yes. today. One that we've been uh, working on getting on the show. We're, you know, we, I was telling him, we'll, we'll, let, let him, we'll let you do the introduction and he'll do his thing, but I was, I was telling our... Our special guest. We're just now kind of getting into our groove of the show. You know, yeah. we, we talked about doing the YouTube and we, we, we started pushing that out. Uh, we talked about having other guests on the show. He's our, our special Rando. guest. And, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And he's our first. You guest. are the first guest. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Well, first, uh, first guest in the Sanctum. Correct. Yeah, yeah. The other one was Ta and Lexi mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. we went to the haunted house. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah, but that was on location. On so location, on a, yeah, yeah. This is this is here in the think tank, the puzzle palace. It's where we put all the pieces together. As always, I didn't tell you. <laughs> yeah. As always, I didn't tell you this ahead of time. Oh. But what was it that your wife said your name would be? Oh, um, it was something. something. Old something dirty the dirty grunt yeah the old dirty oh, grunt yeah yeah <laughs> like that fits a dirty grunt party. well why don't you give a little yeah. a little introduction and then and then we'll let him say things and then we'll all say things i think is that how that's, that's gonna work well i'm not You're gonna, gonna put say rules names on and I'm no well you'll say okay. well, well you know jay i'll let you tell you about jay yourself. is here with us today divulge too much information about oh. jay like i'm like <laughs> we all want to Name rank and uh, serial numbers. We don't, don't want to have that. to kill anyone. Uh-uh. Oh, I know? gave those. I gave that up a long time. Ago. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good call. Once you get out of the military, you do want to cease that. Yeah. So it my, was a hard. <laughs> I can't kill. Yeah. Are you sure? Right. My nephew. Speaking of killing, uh, mm. we started playing video games with him. Uh-huh. You know, and like, like, uh-huh. one day, just as a joke. I wasn't thinking, and I said, let's kill these kids. Because we were playing against a bunch of kids. Well, now they all are saying it. And I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. Oh, oh, boy. Yeah, yeah mistakes were made. <laughs> I also threw out a Hail Satan, and they did that, too. Oh, so. you can't oh, do no. that. You can't do that. <laughs> you can't do that. It's problematic. So, yeah. sorry, Jake. Go ahead. No, you're good. Oh, I don't know. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I've been trying to get out here, but... Sean is short notice. Sean. Sean is yeah. Sean, yeah. Sean, Sean is like, hey, you want to go do a podcast? Yeah. When? Five now. Five minutes. <laughs> we're, we're we're here now. Well, it's gonna be hard. Our scheduling department sometimes isn't up. To Somebody speed. should find the this, Hey, yeah. look, the yeah. scheduling department got it right this time. Yes. They gave me a twenty-four hour 24 notice. Hour. Yeah, that's why I said, look, I need twenty-four hours. To make sure absolutely. I go to the bathroom first and yeah, make sure the pipes are clean. Yeah, so make sure you don't have any injuries. Yeah, you know, make sure that the old back and yeah. knees are functioning no. properly. Mm-hmm. You don't have any, uh, you know. Soirees planned that day yeah, or yeah. anything like Ooh, that. That's a little soiree, but yeah, um, no, like I was like I was saying before we started the show. Um, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm glad to be here. Um, I will I would like to put this on the podcast. Yes. that I am a member of a community called Wicked Vet Gaming, mm-hmm. and um, they are a vet oriented gaming community. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. um, yeah, started by a, a, a close friend of mine. We were actually stationed together, mm-hmm. deployed together. 
uh, Chris Armstrong, mm-hmm. and he is a really good family friend of me and my wife. And we, like I said, we 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 served about a good eight years together. And when he got out, when he retired, he wanted to do things to help vets deal with PTSD. Yeah. And the one thing is that the pop the the gaming community that involves vets is very large. Mm. Well, we've yeah. seen that. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of a lot of vets who they, they play games. Listen, I, I I guess down on some Call of Duty, Apex Legends, right. stuff like that. And a lot of vets do, and it's a way for them to kind of vent, get their work through their issues. And in the community that he's put together, Wicked Vet Gaming is is very. I don't really get behind a lot of things, mm-hmm. and it was one of the things that he started that I really got behind. So then finding out that Sean had. The podcast right. going yeah. really got me. I'm like, hey, yeah, another vet, another yep. another person doing something. Then you were involved, and don't want to get too political. Right? Yeah. Don't want to don't want to get don't want to get too. We political. try not to. Every yeah. once in a while, we get down that road. But but yeah. Sean telling me about yeah. your career, what you did, it was it was a good thing. I, you know, my my dad is an officer of the law. Mm-hmm, been an mm-hmm. officer of the law for a long time. Still doing it, even though I don't think he should be doing it. <laughs> you know, he's he's more like Danny Glover from yeah. Lethal Weapon now. Yeah, he's you know, but but no, it was it was a good thing. And I'm I'm real glad that you guys are doing something like this yeah. to give give some levity, some right. humor, right? Right, yeah. and, you know, some and talking about. They're very interesting topics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, so this whole thing started uh, because every... You've met my dad. You've met my dad. Yeah. So yes, yes. For the last 20-some-odd years, my dad's been hearing all these funny-ass stories, and he's been like, you need, you need to write a book. You need yeah. to write a book. And I was like, I... I don't think that that's a good idea. Like some of these stories, we probably shouldn't put out in the world. In in writing. In writing. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll speak of them, but we shouldn't write about them. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, whoever we talk to develops dementia. Yeah. Exactly. And we can edit if we want to. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's yeah. the thing. I mean, you can't edit on a book, but you might just flow in and don't remember. Right. So uh, I had gone to therapy for a while. And the one thing the therapist was like, well, you should journal. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I don't want to do that. But uh, Wayne was like, hey, I'm going to have some free time. Let's do something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I thought about starting a podcast with no, like, not tying the two together. But to be honest, like, this is super therapeutic. Just sitting around telling fun stories that, you know. Whatever that were were, were secret before. Yeah, well, that people didn't know. Well, they, they weren't. just weren't out. And yeah, about. right. Nobody right, had. Right. A, there wasn't. A we knew. We out. knew yeah, all of them. Yeah, you know, but yeah. we thought maybe the world deserved to know <laughs> some, <laughs> some of them. Some yeah. of them. Not all. Of them. Hey, look, it's yeah, a, yeah. It's a good thing. I, look, we 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 get together and talk about. <laughs> that's literally what happens. So that's why I was like, I need to have Jay come in too, because that's exactly what happens when we get together. Oh yeah. Um. So. Two things. Yes. Before we get... I, we had a general topic we were going to cover, yep. but I just happened to think about this. So That's I saw scary. this I saw this meme. Wow. That was... Uh, we live in a world where Britney Spears can't get 
her but Bill Cosby can be set free yeah I peed my pants laughing maybe or just peed my pants I don't know (laughs) but like I got to thinking about it and I was like yes but Mm. Bill Cosby got off on a technicality Mm. like that doesn't have anything (laughs) to do with like I mean it sucks but if you look at what happened like yeah that's a wrongful conviction Sorry. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't do it. the comparison is... It doesn't it, really... It doesn't, yeah. It, yeah. A, it's not the same thing, but B, it's like... Mm, right. I mean, no, no. if the same thing happened to Britney Spears and the conviction and the process, it'd be the same thing, but... Yeah. Totally yeah. different. Look, it's, R. Kelly's still locked up in Long Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah did that's it. true. We, that's we, true. We, got, <laughs> we still got one. He's trapped in the closet still. Yes. You know, I, I seen the the reaction to that Bill Cosby thing, and I said, I was like, I, I know some old timers back in like the seventies, eighties. Mm-hmm. The, the quaaludes and the yeah. cocaine was a part yeah. of the nightly festivities, right? right. And yeah. so I, it's hard to say. Look, I have a daughter, eighteen. I, I I'm I'm a big proponent of not doing that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't appreciate that kind of stuff. Right. However, um, you listen to the victims and you, you got to, you got to, yeah. you can't dismiss it. Mm-hmm. However, yeah, there's some inconsistencies. Right. And there's some, I have a big thing about the trickle effect. Mm. One and then another one, right? And then another, and then like you get to thirty five, you go wait a minute. When is when? Wait a minute. You tell yeah. me thirty five before any anything came about. Like, yeah, yeah. like it's kind of like yeah. I couldn't get thirty five jaywalking tickets without someone going, "Hey, this dude's a problem." Something's Why is he jaywalking on. so much? Yeah, yeah. Like, this, like hey, wait a minute. This something's a problem. You know, he needs a help. And I grew up in New York, so that three strike rule mm-hmm. thing. Is no joke. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, you're I'm, not gonna play around. Yeah, serious. you're not gonna. <laughs> listen, I, I and I got some friends that are yeah. still locked up. Uh huh. On, but that that during the time that it came out, it, it needed to come out. Right. That that three strike rule needed to be in place. Habitual offenders, all that stuff. I got it. Bill Cosby, a reckoning came. He, you know, he handed, you know, technic- technically there mm. were some things going mm-hmm. on in the, but then behind the scenes, lawyers, district yeah. attorneys and everything, agreements. And I say, I say, I call, I call it the money curtain. Yeah. When that money curtain, behind that money curtain, there's things going on. Sure. And if this, because if it was me or you or any oh, one yeah. of us. Different. The minute someone would have hinted, there would be no wrongful conviction. The minute someone hinted that we did anything, it'll be public defender. Yeah. (laughs) That I always, I always say, like you get that my cousin Vinny lawyer. Yeah. And that's a wrap. Straight out of college, I haven't convicted or had a single case yet. But what can we do for you? But so the wrongful conviction made me think about this because it all stemmed from a, a contract. Mm-hmm. You know, he signed something saying basically like, I'll, I'll come clean. I'll tell you what I did. But you can't yeah. convict me for that. Mm-hmm. Right. Anything you find out based on this. And he gave that testimony 
the day of the yeah. statute of limitations, like yeah. the last day. Yeah. So as yeah. soon as he left and went home, that was it was it. a wrap. But yeah, they didn't. The the new district attorney didn't honor that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when they found out, hey, that's the law is right. as it stands as far as where they were yeah. and how they did it. Do I agree with it? Mm. I agree with the law. Right. What the law says. Like, if the law says this, you do this, this happens to you. And Don't. you did that? And you did that? that and that has to, to happen to you. Yeah. And it's, it's a great lesson for my, my son, Emery. Yeah. And it's and I'm, it's really about, hey, look, dude, you do this, there's consequences. So if I tell you, hey, don't do this mm. in the house, if I say, hey, don't do this and you don't want to listen to me when the. Sorry about that. No, no worries. So if you do something outside the house and the law says you can't and you do it, mm. it's like I can't step in and right. help you. Yeah. So what's the lesson to be learned? Hey, follow the rules. Right. Do what the law says you can do. There are consequences if you don't. And in the military yeah. version of me is saying, do what you can afford. Yeah. yeah. Do what you can afford. If me and you are talking and I'm accusing you of doing something wrong that I think you did and you didn't do it. And you get angry and you say, ah, you say Dad, I didn't do it. Blah, blah. And you know that I'm going to get you for yelling. Yeah. But at least you got what you had to say out. Right. You know, hey, if I yell at dad, this punishment is going to happen. But I got it. But there's a reason. There's a reason. And you can afford that punishment. Yeah. All for it. But you're going to deal with that punishment. So contracts and military made me think about this. Mm. Oh. You got your thinking cap on. I do. I do. I got a little brainstorming. Yeah. So I have both of you. Yeah. Military. Yes. I'm not. But both of you at one point in your lives Mm -hmm. signed a contract. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. From a recruiter, I would imagine. Is that yeah. process? Yeah, you go see yeah. a recruiter, and then you sign up, and then you swear in. And, and after before you sign, <laughs> does that recruiter not promise you the world? You'll be you'll be hanging out with the Navy SEAL. You'll, you'll <laughs> repel. You'll do I this. Do. We're going to see. And, and t- promises you everything beforehand. Is that not, generally speaking, kind of the case? I think uh, I think that back in the, the maybe twenty or thirty years ago that was more the case than it is now because okay. I think maybe they've realized that if you do that and people get in then they're not going to stay in you know right. they're going to be very disheartened and upset and it's not going to live up to what the recruiter said now okay. are they are they going to sugarcoat it and, and give you the good side of it. Sure. Absolutely, because mm-hmm. they're like a, a used car salesman. Right. You know, they, their job's to get people in. I do think that there was a time, and it does happen sometimes still, where they are going to paint this rosy picture. Um, and and then, uh, <clears throat> you know, like you say, maybe promise you the world, maybe promise you a job that they really can't do. Yeah. But they say, all right, well, listen, if you go in as a cook, you can always be a Navy SEAL oh, later yeah, on, yeah, which yeah. theoretically you can do, but it's not as simple as that. Oh, boy. I'm uh, glad you said that. Yeah, but so I would say that, yes, you're right, although it, over time I think the recruiters have been, you know, educated to the point where they know that, hey, if you if you sell something that doesn't 
stand up to what you sold in four years that soldier troop sailor airman marine is going to say i'm done yeah because my recruiter told me this yeah versus i want to tell them exactly how it's going to be and how it's going to work and then it lives up to expectations yeah there's no disappointment and there's no disappointment and so that's my opinion uh of of let me throw this scenario out and you tell me if there's a red flag yeah (laughs) um Going to the recruiter, mm-hmm. promise not promise that you are probably you can get this job, you you qualify for this job, mm-hmm. but that you have to meet certain requirements first. Sure. Mm-hmm. But we want to sign you up today. Yeah. So let's go ahead and fill out this contract for yeah. this job, and then at the end, Danger. if you can pass the physical requirements for that position, we'll tear this contract up and fill out the new contract. Yeah, red that, flag or no? That would be the danger. Way, <laughs> the job that this dream job, yeah. no one has ever done based on your qualifications. Yeah. So, like, let's say no fat white guy has ever done this. Mm. You'd be the first. Yeah, I think. Red you, flag? You've got, yeah, yeah. you'd never yeah. want to sign it. So, you know, no. if you want to be a medic, you need to sign up and make sure your paperwork says medic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it goes back to, to what I said. And the b- people that I knew in the military that had the biggest disappointment, like I said, maybe they wanted to be a medic, but at the time that there was a cook. Right. You know, because there are certain open positions for certain job categories that, that, you know, and the recruiter says, hey, you can go in and be a cook, and then later on you can be a medic. And again, you can do that. It's not sure. impossible, but... It's not likely going to happen at the no. beginning of you being yeah, a cook. No. Uh, so, yeah, I would say red flag. On yeah. That. And I feel flag. bad because the paperwork's already signed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. It's not from you. No. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want me. Yeah. No. Uh-uh. I, no. Um, I got that, that same experience, man. Um, so many. So, when I came in, it was right after 9 11. Mm-hmm. So, 9 11 happened. And I really wasn't thinking, like, this is about to go down. Yeah. Right? I'm like, okay, it's a war going. They're going to train you before you go. Like, right. they're going to make sure that you are ready. Um, not the case. Um, I went to basic training, um, infantry. I do that. And I was slotted. And this is a stinging, stinging subject. The subject stings a little bit. Mm. So, in basic... When you're getting close to the end, they start putting out where you're going, your duty yeah. station assignments, and you notice the pattern. Mm-hmm. So they'll say, first, just the first group of names, you guys are going to Fort Drum, mm-hmm. and they say, Fort Drum's here, and then the next one is Fort Bragg, and you go down, go down, go down. So you, you as a basic trainee, talking to your drill sergeants, they kind of give you, hey, the next, the next duty station coming up is this. Mm-hmm. And so you go and check the roster, see alphabetically where you are. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, oh, good, I'm not there. <laughs> right. So I'm coming up, the P's are coming, and it's time, it's Hawaii time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I am. Sounds good. I'm like, yeah. I'm about to go to Hawaii. Yeah. It's great. Sure enough, Lips comes out, Hawaii, 25th Infantry. Pipkin. Like, yes! Yeah. Hawaii! This is right. great! This right. is a kid from New York going to Hawaii? <laughs> I'm like, I couldn't afford to go to Hawaii before. Now I'm about to take my wife, my kid. We're going to Hawaii. Mm-mm. 
week, <laughs> a week after that, now I already told my whole family, I'm going to yeah. Hawaii, everybody's yeah. happy. Yeah. A week after, you go, hey, 3rd ID, Fort Benning, Georgia, they're deploying the next, the next 100, basic, the next 100 names are going to Fort Benning to deploy. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, whew, I lucked out. Yeah. I go look at the sheet the next day. <laughs> Hawaii's gone. It says Fort Benning. And I'm like, uh, what's Ooh. this? Uh, I, I, so yeah. me being a 23-year-old, one of the older dudes there, and the drill sergeants and me had this kind of mutual respect. I'm an adult. I'm a guy. I've worked. I, you know, I'm not naive to the world. I know mm-hmm. how the world works. And so they really, I was a platoon guy. For basic training mm-hmm. the entire time. The mm-hmm. entire 16-week infantry basic, yeah. I'm the platoon guy. So the drill sergeants and me, don't get me wrong, I still got yeah. stuffed up. Yeah. Still got smoke. But yeah. when they needed to, to talk to me about the plan for the next day and what they wanted the soldiers to do, and mm-hmm. it was always a conversation just like this. It was no sergeant or nothing. Right. It was just us in the, the drill sergeant's office. Yeah, I'm at parade rest, though, yeah. but yeah. we're just talking. Right. So... I go to them. I'm like, uh, what happened in Hawaii? Uh, <laughs> Gotta be a mistake. I was like, yeah. yeah. Like, I was <laughs> like, the papers just, they were like, no. They 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 went back because we don't have 100, 100 soldiers left. Mm-hmm. There's the, you're at the P's. There's not 100 left after you. So we got to go back up. Wow. So the four Bragg dudes, the four Benin dudes, well, the four Bragg dudes, the Hawaiian dudes are all switched to Fort Benin now. Mm-hmm. And then everybody else is going to Fort Benin. Huge, very, very upset. Yeah. Yeah. So I graduate basic and I get two weeks of leave, go home with my family, get set to move up for my wife and everybody to come down. And <laughs> I show up and no one's there. Mm. No one's on no one's on Kelly Hill Fort Bennett. Yeah. And that's where third ID, third brigade was at on Kelly Hill. Everybody else is at Fort Stewart. Mm-hmm. So that was a telltale sign, like, why is this brigade not with everybody else? Yeah. I was like, what's going on here? And I, I show up, and they go, okay, here's this guy. He's going to take you around, and he's going to take you to every club. CIF, um, housing, all this stuff. I do it all. I get CIF issued, my initial issue. Yeah. There's no war gear in this bag. Right. It's, it's just training stuff. And they give me these two duffel bags. I go back to my unit, and there's a rear detachment there because the whole unit is already left to yeah. go to Kuwait. Oh, so and this is invasion time. This is right. the invasion is about to happen. I show up to Kuwait <laughs> the day before they cross the border mm-hmm. into Iraq. Mm-hmm. I show up. I meet my platoon. The platoon, tar- platoon sergeant says, "What's your MOS?" I say eleven Bravo. He's like, "You're with the mortars now." We were with eleven Charlies. I was like, mm-hmm. I had no idea what yeah, eleven Charlie. Not what you did. Yeah, it's not what I did in basic training. My contract says 11 Bravo. There's like, there's no open 11 Bravo spots yep. in the brigade. So we got to put you somewhere and we need soldiers. The infantry dudes got to be out there. Mm-hmm. So they're like, you're going to go to this platoon. So I went to the mortars platoon, 115 mortars. I show up, my platoon sergeant says, you're my driver. Never driven a Humvee before. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> what to do. He gives me a crash course on how to drive a Humvee. <laughs> crash it literally crash mm-hmm. course on how to drive a Humvee, and I'm the platoon sergeant's driver mm-hmm. going into an invasion. Yeah, I had no idea where I'm going. He just and then we're the first vehicle. I was in the first vehicle, yeah, to cross from Kuwait to Iraq. 
during the invasion. Mm-hmm. And it was a chain link fence with a lock on it. And I never forget my platoon sergeant got out, unlocked the chain, <laughs> opened it, got on the mic, told everybody we're rolling out, and he's like, drive. Mm-hmm. I drove for three days straight. Yeah. From Kuwait to Baghdad. Mm. Three days. I ain't know what the hell I was doing. <laughs> yeah. And then it kicked off. And I'm sitting there going, what? I was like, this is not what the recruiter told me was going to happen. Right. He said, the recruiter said that I was going to go to basic training and then I can finish basic training and then I can go to special forces. Right. Yeah. And this is what I wanted. I had an 11 x-ray. This was the first year they put this x-ray program out. Yeah. You could go to basic, finish basic, and then you can go straight to train to do the selection in the key course for special force. This is what I was told. Right. I got no signing bonus. <laughs> nothing. And yeah. then when I went to the trainer, the basic trainer, when I went to the recruiter, I knew nothing about the military. Nothing about it. I couldn't tell you what, I didn't even know what infantry dudes were called. So when I right. go there and he's like, well, what job are you interested in? Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I don't Who's the dudes the, on the front lines? The, the people that shoot things yeah. and, yeah. and yeah. tear stuff up. Yeah, I was, like, who's the, I was like, who's the dudes on the front lines that's doing all the fighting? He's like, that's infantry. Yeah. I was like, I want that. The right. recruiter was like, are you? No, you qualify. You could do any job. You right. could you could do this. You could do that. You could do, you sure you want? I was like, yeah. I was like, that. that's what I see. That's what I want to do. Right. He was so quick to sign me up for infantry. Yeah. He wasted no time. I swore in that day. Yeah. He was like, this, let's, let's lock this in. Yeah. <laughs> let's put this deposit down. And that's how... We got a dumb one. Yeah. I didn't really see any of the... To sell you things other than that whole... And in and, and all honesty... That well, you were quick. Yeah. They yeah. saw the ding, ding, ding. This and guy's yeah. going to... Because I don't think there's ever been a time where infantry <laughs> has gotten a bonus to sign up. Your bonuses <laughs> are for medical, for communications, for foreign language. Yeah. Uh, they, they hit the jackpot with you because they're like, yeah. hey, yeah. yeah. I don't got to get no extra He's bonus. He's right. about it. He's yes. like, yeah. So that's what, that's what my soldiers later on... I heard some horrible stories. Mm-hmm. I had soldiers coming up saying, this was put in my contract, and this is what I signed up for, for aerosol, for airborne, for ranger school, all this other stuff. And I look at their contracts, and I'm like, that's not in here, dude. Yeah. I was like, and I lay it all out. Because when you, you don't know, no one really looks at a contract. Right, right. Especially, scan. especially if you got a guy with some stripes on his, yeah, sh- yeah. On his collar. Because I went in with BDUs. So... Right. They get stripes on his collar, and he's looking clean, and you're like, this dude knows what he's talking about. Yeah. And he's walking, sign here, this page says this, and this, and this, this is your job, this is what, blah, blah. and you're just like, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, I believe you, I listen to you. Yep. Yeah. So, we had, I had so many soldiers come through and get to the unit, and the next day go, well, sorry, I'm supposed to go to airborne school. And I, I look at them, I'm like, you're in a mechanized unit, dude. Mm-hmm. You ain't jumping out of no planes, no time soon, you yeah. ain't going to airborne school. Yeah. It's in my contract. Let me see your contract. And I look, and I'm like, dude, you have no follow-on, yeah. nothing. Right. I was like, you're, you're here. You're at the mercy of the unit. Yeah. The unit will send you if you got good PT scores, you don't have any discipline issues, mm-hmm. and you earn it, and there's a chance for you to go, you'll right. go. Right. If not, it ain't going to happen. So that was, yeah. my my So my sniper partner, um, Stephen Moya, 
towards the end of our time at the unit, he gets recruiting orders. Mm-hmm. And I looked at his, me and him were super tight. And I grab his orders from him and I look at him. And I'm like, where are you going? He's like, I'm like, recruiting? Yeah. I was like, you? A recruiter? I was like, no. I was like, this is wrong. I was like, yo, you, you're better off being like a drill sergeant. Yeah. Or some, a recruiter, yeah. you? I was like, you can't tell the truth. I was like, you, you, you don't know what the truth is. Yeah. And he went and became a recruiter. Yeah. And he kind of let me into the insights of what recruiters do and how they do what they do. And what I didn't know is that the army has slots to fill. Sure. They Uh, have to fill these numbers here. So they get, hey, we need mechanics. Yep. Try to get these people to sign up for mechanic. Mm -hmm. So you could go in wanting to do this, but they need this. And if they can sell you to take it. Yeah. Then that's it. Right. But if you hold to your guns and go, nope, this is what I call. I took the ASVAB. This is the te- this is what right. I want to do. It's in my wheelhouse. This is what I want to do. Yeah. If you stick to it, hesitantly, they're going to yeah. allow you to do it. Yeah. The things that they need you to come in for, those are the bonuses. Right. Those are the dues. Yeah. Mechanic cook. Yeah. yeah. Uh, supply. Right. Um, maybe medic if the numbers are low. Mm-hmm. Infantry. You ain't getting no bonus in this time for you to re-up. Right. And when you re-up, it ain't no two-year re-up. Yeah. It's three, four, five. And the hot longer you give them, the more bonus you're going to get. Right. So, I signed up initial contract five years. hmm Not knowing what I was doing. <laughs> and I hit year three, and I went, nah, I don't know about this. And I deployed for the second time. Third time? Third time. I deployed for the third time. And my, my Star Major comes up to me and goes, what's it going to take for you to re-enlist? Because now they're trying to push. Just the surge going. A lot of yeah. people ain't staying in. And he's like, what is it going to take for you to get to re-enlist? I go, Star Major, I'm like, this is what I want. And mm. I gave him some impossible. <laughs> you ain't no way you're going to give me none of this. I was like, I was like, I'll give you five years. I want $30,000 bonus. I want sniper school. And I want guaranteed. And I was a specialist at the time. So I want guaranteed E5. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, can I give me that? He was like, all right, let me think about it. I'm at lunch, deployed, <laughs> eating out of a tray on the back <laughs> of a Humvee. He comes up to me. He's like, you're going to the board tomorrow. I was like, huh? He's like, you're going to the board tomorrow. He's like, and after the board, you're going to re-enlist. And I was like, uh-huh. He's like, he's like I'm going to send the, re- the retention guy out. The retention guy comes. He goes, okay, this is what we got for you. He's like, you got five years, 30000 And then the deploys was tax-free. Mm-hmm. 30000 tax-free. He's like, got 30000 He's like, can't give you sniper school. However, he was like, when we get back to the unit, we're going to put you in the sniper section. And if they deem... That you're willing to go, yeah, you're gonna go. This is this is great. This is working out perfect. All I gotta do is I was like the board, right? So now I'm I'm freaking out. Got to study for this board. I go into the board. I study for about four days, and this is during the deployment. So I'm doing missions. I'm mm-hmm. coming back. I'm trying to study. And if you know anything about the board and the questions that they ask you, 
There's some like like I don't know this like why do I need to know this like yeah. why are you asking me this like how many gallons of water do you a soldier drink in a temperate climate and I'm right. like uh, a gallon yeah all right like sure yeah. so I go into the board and you do the, all the formalities I walk up and sergeant major sitting just like you in the middle doing exactly what you're doing now <laughs> doing exactly what you're doing now he's sitting there yeah and I present myself and he goes. I know Pip. He's a good guy. I got no questions for him. And none of it is all first sergeants. Yeah. And he's like, and you don't have any either. And they all looked. Yeah. And my first sergeant had a question. He's like, well, he's like, well, all due respect, I'm going to ask a question. And he asked a question. He goes, what's, Jesus, um, what's character? Mm-hmm. What's the definition of character? And I went, uh, I was like, I was like, I was like, uh, well, first sergeant, and right before I was about to answer, my sergeant major goes, I told you no questions. He was like, Sergeant Pipkin, he's like, Pipkin, he passed the board. <laughs> and I, he's like, get out of here, go sign, go re enlist. Uh-huh. And I left from there, walked out the thing, and was and re enlisted right there on the spot. That's how I got, yeah, another five years added to my contract. And that, that's that's the only way infantry dudes get bonuses. You're gonna give right. you're gonna give five four years to get that bonus. Otherwise, yeah. you're not gonna get. Otherwise, you, they a mechanic gets a, a enlistment bonus. Mm-hmm. It's a five hundred five thousand to say fifteen thousand dollars. He sign up bonus fifteen thousand dollars for a mechanic. You get half when you complete basic training. Yeah. The other portion, whatever's left over. You're going to get after a year at your unit. What they don't tell you is when you're stateside, that gets taxed. Right. Yeah. Hard. Mm-hmm. So that fifteen thousand, you're actually only getting about thirty five hundred. Wow. And you're going to get two thousand of it after basic, and the rest you might get a year or two years down the road. When you go and you re-enlist during a deployment, you're going to get all that non-taxed, one payment straight to your account. Mm-hmm. So when I re-enlisted, I'm dating Rock. So even earlier back then, yeah, yeah, that thirty thousand, oh, she yeah. had plans for it yeah. <laughs> the minute it hit the bank account, <laughs> and I was like, hey, we ain't married. <laughs> like, uh, you know, she she got yeah. her nice little chunk of that. But anyway, that was the caveat off here. Man, no worries. I, uh, I, I'm I'm interested to see what will happen with this situation. Yeah, I I, I will say this cautiously <laughs> with your your friend yeah. that did yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're probably not not going to enjoy their experience. I mean, I, I just... Well, so just their, their bad, backup, but... the one that they actually signed the contract for, is very good for them. Like, it is... A, sure. It is a job that, like, fits their personality. Like, I, I think they'll do well... Yeah. If they don't get butthurt. Right. Much. Yeah. Well, like, and they're just accepted. Yeah, maybe they'll... Go on and be right. like, all right. Yeah. That yeah. sucks. I'll do this for a little bit and still try yeah. and have that hope to do that one day. I think then that that'll be good for them. It'd be you, very good. You, you have to do that, generally speaking, in the military anyway. Well, if you go I mean, in with that attitude, 
of whatever comes my way, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna. I'm forty two. Yeah, so. no, well, yeah. <laughs> I kind of have to have that attitude with everything in life yeah. every day. Now, but <clears throat> you bring up a, a subject there that kind of oh. uh, segues, I think, is yes. a word to to another, which is age and aging and yeah, getting older. We were talking about this earlier. Yeah, you, uh, Jay, when was your birthday? November. The eleventh. Okay. Mine was yesterday, and oh, mine was yeah. uh, in May. Yeah. Happy so, birthday. Well, thank you, thank you. We yes. are all. How old are you? I'm forty. How old are you? Oh my gosh, I'm forty six. And I'm forty two. Wow. So we're um, all over the yeah. uh, the old man crew here. Yeah. Yeah. And we all feel it. Yeah. Now we were rubbing. One guy's rubbing his knee. We <laughs> started this show. My back is the, killing the, Your me. back. And I've got you know all kinds of stuff. My toes are falling off. Yeah, I don't yeah, even know yeah. anymore. He had toe cancer. Yeah, I had very. <laughs> I don't interesting tend to laugh when I say situation. that. Situation. Yeah, it was, it was. Yeah, it's strange. They had to pull peel off. In fact, uh, my t- big toe still kind of looks like a club toe. It's it's, it's, it's not pretty. Um, From not wearing sunscreen and wearing flip flops. Yeah, just you don't think about it. You don't think about it, right? But when you put on sunscreen, no one ever puts it on their feet. You know, you put it on your face, your shoulders. Where are you going to get that burn? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, your feet, if you think about it, it makes sense. We're going to get that burn. Well, yeah. yeah. Me, personally. Yeah. I have. You you have a tinted tinted skin. I have a little tinted, right? So I tend to bronze a little. Meanwhile, us. You know, fair-skinned, uh, redhead. Oh, yeah. Burn. Yeah. Just looking at outside the window. Yeah. And that's just one of many. You know, I, the first one I think that that I had that I noticed when I started turning. Things didn't really go bad for me at forty. They they started going bad about forty-five, about a year ago. Yeah. First one. Well, I mean, for you. Aside from the other things, when I was, when right. I could make a discernible, it was my vision. Oh. You know, I was uh, uh, sitting in bed, and at that time I was still in office, so I was getting a lot of text messages and stuff. And I woke up one morning, and I had the phone by my face to read the text message, and I'm like, wait a second. I can't see that. Mm. You know, and it literally, like the day before, it seemed like I didn't have any problem <laughs> with it. And so I I take my phone, and I move a little further away, and... Yeah, it's it's playing that it's, fishing game. It's yeah, it's looking a little better, but maybe so I'm closing one eye, closing the. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe I'm having a stroke because oh. being a medical person, yeah. you think of all all the things you do. And uh, long story short, you know, I wasn't having a stroke, but but I went Plus. to the eye doctor, and they're like, "Yeah, you just need to go to Walmart and get yourself a pair of one one whatever one power." magnifying glasses some readers and i couldn't you know i was like you gotta be kidding me to this day i still haven't gotten those i just refused to but i'm sure makes fun of me on a daily basis yeah i'm wearing glasses currently yeah every day if i have to send a text Mm -hmm. i gotta Um, pull them down and get them close yeah i need bifocals i know i do you just don't don't want to do it Now I need that was just aids. yeah yeah you're gonna, I do I need hearing aids I have some I oh, refuse to wow. wear them yeah. I don't I probably will buy the she'll Lexi will probably one day just drive me there and say you're getting them because mm-hmm. you can't hear me anymore but I know I need them mm-hmm. um, do I, I have, CPAP oh listen I know I need one yeah they told me I need yeah. one I, well I live by the CPAP mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it, it was I didn't need it 
until I got a surgery done. That mm-hmm. surgery I yeah. had done. And after the surgery, I, I never snored in my life. Yeah. I never snored in my life. Never had sleeping problems. Nothing. And I went to the ear, nose, and throat dude, and I said, hey, like, my nose, one side clogs up, and then it'll shift to the other side. Yep. And they were like, that's not right. That's not normal. Decides to do a surgery. Mm-hmm. Goes in, does a surgery. And after surgery, I can only breathe out of my nose. And when I sleep, I snore. Mm-hmm. Like something terrible. Yeah. So they go and they say, you need a CPAP. And I'm like, dude, like I never needed a CPAP before. I never snored a day in my life. Yeah. And now I'm snoring every night. So the CPAP, I live by the CPAP. The hearing aid thing. Yeah. I, I They did a... <laughs> In the military, you do those routine mm-hmm. hearing tests, and yeah. some people bomb them on purpose. Right. So I'm I'm really trying <laughs> to pass my hearing <laughs> test. I'm up here. I'm like, I need to go in the booth alone. Yeah. No, I'm no, like, no, no. I, I tell the people, I was like, listen, I need to go in a group alone, the booth alone. They normally put about four people in a booth at a time yeah. in, the, in the room, and they have different booths set up. Put the hearing thing, you hit the button, right? So I have to tell them, I need to go in alone. I was like, because I need to pass this test. I couldn't pass the test for nothing. Mm. I couldn't pass. And I'm trying, 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 doing two in a day, yeah. going back the next day. So finally, they put me in this this booth. And they put the, the hearing things on it. Inside the hearing things, they have these little air mm. things that shoot air out. And they say, just just sit there. Don't, you don't have to hit nothing. Right. And they do this test. And the, the test is done. The, I, the ear doctor, the audiologist, she comes to me. And she goes, I've only seen, she's like, I've been here for 15 years. Mm-hmm. She's like, I've only seen five people have hearing as worse as you. Jeez. And she was like, and those are all operators, special operators. Yeah. She's like, what do you do? And I was like, well, I was like, I was infantry. I was like, and I worked with mortars, so I was around heavy artillery. I was like, and then for the past eight years, I've been a sniper. Mm-hmm. And she goes, that's it. Yeah. She was like. And she's like, have you had any trauma? I was like, well, I've been blown up a bunch of times. And I was like, and times. I was like, quite a few times. And I was like, and the, the biggest one, my ears were bleeding. Oh, yeah. And she goes, oh, that's why. She's okay. like, your left ear, I'm sorry, your right ear. She's like, you have a quarter of your eardrum. There's only a quarter of it in there. Yeah. So when the explosion blew, it blew my eardrum out. Yeah. Well, so she's like, awesome. you need hearing aids. Uh-huh. And both yeah. ears, and yeah. I'm like, uh, that's a tough one to, yeah, yeah that's a tough one to just right. to, to swallow because you know it's like the glasses. It just makes you feel, you feel and that's on top of yeah the joints and the bones yeah. and the muscle, the, we, the changes in. We were talking pissing and uh, yeah, so <laughs> all three of us have injured ourselves using the bathroom. Oh Facts. yeah, using yeah. the bathroom. Yeah. Which uh, shouldn't be. You no, know, reaching for I, the toilet paper should not throw your back out. I went to get up off of the toilet yeah. after using the bathroom, mm-hmm. and the lid started to fall. Oh. And so I'm in mid-hover, and I slide forward to grab it, yeah. and then my, my meniscus tore in half, and yeah. I fell on the ground yeah. at my mother-in-law's house. That was fun. Oh, yeah. You never going to let that down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now. Yeah, I'm no. taking a pee early morning. Mm-hmm. Wake up like every like any morning. Wake up, go pee. Yeah, I wake up, go pee, go flush the toilet. Right, I was gonna give him a little shake, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh shit, I, I'm about to faint. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm I'm about to faint. Yeah, and I tell my wife, I go, I'm about to faint. Yeah, and next thing I know, 
I'm on the ground, leg underneath me, sprawled uh, out with a, a wet <laughs> washcloth on my forehead, and I'm like, what happened? Yeah. The only saving grace, though, I got my Johnson back in my pants that's, before I hit the ground. That's that, good. That's good. Because I didn't want no medics yeah. coming yeah. with my Johnson yep. flapping yep. in the wind. Yep. So I was able to save it. Yeah. I was able to it's save like, it. I still didn't drop my beer. Yeah. <laughs> I was able to put it back in yeah. and hit the ground. Yeah. So that was... That's we, a, oh, and, and is Wayne, that what happened? Yeah, I was, I was, tell you I was really, you know, story. same deal. Yeah. I was on the toilet and, and, and taking care of business all the way, you know, evacuating the bowels. And uh, I, the, the toilet paper was on the left hand. Even when I reenact this yeah, first day, I do careful. it very slowly because, <laughs> because this, uh, yeah, I, I, I can tell you. So I reach over and I, I twist my upper torso to get this toilet paper that was on my left hand side. And as soon as I grabbed the toilet paper, I was stuck. I mean, my, my, I've never had such bad back pain. And it wasn't just pain. It was, it was being stuck kind yeah. of in that position, uh, you know, where I had to go to the doctor. And I was still in that grabbing the toilet paper position pretty much. You know, I was driving my truck yeah. but turned sideways, sideways. Oh, because I couldn't, I couldn't get back to... To, to middle ground, you know, and uh, that was just all for toilet paper. Yeah. Uh, I did, wasn't doing anything violent or extreme or, uh, you know, out of the ordinary. It was just a normal thing that we've all done hundreds and hundreds of times. I, uh, I broke my foot. Oh, about yeah. Eight, maybe, no, because like I said, so it was about 11 years ago. Mm-hmm. I had a patient that weighed like 800 pounds or whatever on the stretcher, and the stretcher got loose. So I just planted my foot out without thinking to stop the tire, mm. and the wheel hit my foot, and it broke it, but it didn't break it all the way. Mm. It just broke it a little bit. Yeah. And I walked on. I finished out the rest of my shift, took my boot off when I got back to the station. It was swollen, you know, whatever. Went to the urgent care clinic and they were like, eh, there's not really anything they can do. It's it's just a, you know, uh, your fifth metatarsal is broke and, you know. Just got to deal it, with it. It'll be all right. Mm-hmm. Here's a walking boot. Have a good day. Mm-hmm. It healed-ish. Fast forward to like five years ago. I'm at the gas station and I see somebody I know at the gas station. So I lean into their car to say hi to them. You know, I waved first and. As I do, their chihuahua jumps up, scare the shit out of me. I jump back on that foot, and it broke it in half. Like, I mean, it was broke, broke at that point. I remember all that. It It, was bad. It was an absolute... A chihuahua just stepping wrong. Yeah. I got to ask you, this is is what I I realized I was old. And it's it's probably... Anyway, I'm going to say it, just so you guys know. Yeah. When I couldn't trust a fart... Oh, I realized. Yeah. yeah, I was I was fucking old. Yep. Yeah, so I was old. Like yeah. I remember being able to hold a fart in on a date. Yeah, and you holding in the whole day because you just wouldn't do it. You know, it you was, get outside and then you're like, ah, yeah, like life's good. Yeah, I would I, I I would hold a fart on a date with the total intention of getting lucky after yeah, this sure, date. Sure, sure. And I didn't want to be busting ass. No, and going in. and... <laughs> And, and and getting ready to get busy, and then yeah. all of a sudden, a little tail of the dragon yeah. is yeah. still there, and then you're like, that could oh, be problematic. Yeah. So yeah. I remember those days of having just to, to, to yeah. hold it. Yeah. Nowadays, 
Mm-hmm. You know. I, I, oh, I got a fart. Let yeah. me go sit yeah. on this toilet yeah. because just in case, <laughs> just in it's case. got some punch to the. But it's, uh, it's got some bite to the bark. Literally <laughs> last night. Yeah. Yeah. We're as, in far, bed. as far as like my son says, I got to make sure this fart don't got no juice with there it. There you go. Yeah, I like no that. Fart juice <laughs> with it. <laughs> so I, I just was like, I was like that's Man. just real. That's real well, stories. Well, last night I'm in bed with Lexi, and she goes, "Did you fart?" And I was like. Yeah, she goes, are you okay? Yeah. I said, yeah. She goes, it's that bad. That's not that's not your normal brand. <laughs> There's something wrong with you. And I'm like, I don't feel great. And she's like, you you probably ought to, ought to Check that take out. care that of came that. Off, that came off yeah. a turd, my yeah. dude. Yeah. And that's happened. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. that's happened. It's, um, yeah, I mean, many things. Uh is is you get older and there's well we talked about things we used to do that we would never do now you know i had a friend that had a two-story house and we would we would get up on the second story jump to the first story then jump to the ground which i mean you know is at least 10 feet each each way and you know i'm thinking if i did that today i'd have a broken hip oh yeah legs leg shattered knee, knee, knees would be outside of my they wouldn't they would be gone I'm not, uh, I was, I am deathly afraid of heights today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. But when I was 13, up to about 13, before I broke my arm the first time, mm-hmm. I, there was not a single height. I wouldn't care. Mm-hmm. I climbed buildings, did no problem. Yeah. But the second that I shattered my humerus and I was like, ow, it really hurts when yep. you hit. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that anymore. Right. Then I was deathly afraid of heights after that. Yeah. I don't and like, still am. I don't like jumping off my last two steps in the house. Yeah. I don't like my feet, both feet leaving right. the ground at right. the same time. Uh-uh. Ain't happening. Yep. Yeah. That ain't happening. What about people who like skydive for like their 50th? I'm going to skydive. I turn 50. I, I don't know. No. I don't know why. No. Um, you know, it I, just it just seems like not the best thing. No, Even no. if you're strapped to another person, yeah, you're still, you I know, don't care. The landing is still going to be hard on the body. I I've done that. Yeah. I've done. I was airborne. I've yeah. done. I've done the jumps. Not a good and idea anymore. Today. You couldn't right. pay me nope. yeah. to jump out of anything today. Mm-mm. Not I'm even not, out the bed. Not jumping off of that bench. Nope. Nope. Not doing it. Mm-mm. You I, know. You're going to break something. You ever jump and you get that, that sting in your feet? Yes. Yeah. I get that stepping off something real hard. Yeah. And I'm like, <gasps> I'm like, oh, no, I don't like that. I was like, it's too high. And I'm looking, I'm like, it was just a second step. I, I think <laughs> that. Uh, How about bruising? Oh, I get the bruises for, no for, for like, Wake yeah, up like, with a black and blue. Yeah. I'm going to show you guys this. Oh, okay. Oh, let me see. Easy it. now there, fella. Oh, you got I bruises. I have no on. idea what happened. And it's just I know bruises. what happened. This one I do. Yeah. I know what happened. With no idea. I know what happened. The same thing that happened to me in my sleep the other night. Your, Dog. Wife, your wife hits you. No, no, no. So my wife kicked me in my sleep. <laughs> I wasn't even asleep. Yeah. I was laying there and then... I get in the bed. I spend time with Emery. My wife goes to sleep early because she has to wake up early. I get in the bed. I, 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 get, I get settled. Mm-hmm. And it's right when that sleep is about. You know it's coming. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, out the blue, I get kicked so hard. Yeah. And I'm like, huh? And she goes, did I kick you? And I'm like, yeah, you know you kicked me. Like, and she's like, oh, I'm sorry. Like mm-hmm. that. And I'm sitting here going, this is why I wake up 
with bruises sometimes. Yeah. My wife is in there just giving me the business. Yeah. I know she is. Beating you this up in the middle of the night. In the middle of the night. Like, you better not wake up. I'm like, oh. Mine's girl. probably the dog. Because mm-hmm. she likes to kick in her sleep. And run. And run. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she likes to lay in between Lexi and I. So, oh, yeah, you're us. getting the business. So, it's probably the, the dog. But, it, I mean, and you tell Lexi that I said she better not complain about no farts because uh-huh. in the sleep because women fart in their sleep they hold them all day yeah yeah until they go to the bed right and then they start farting they start tooting it up yeah I, when they're asleep when they're life. asleep my wife farting one night in her sleep sat up in the bed. Woke me up and asked me if I took out the trash because <laughs> she smelled something funny. She's like, did you take out the trash? That, that was you. That uh, was right. Yeah. Like, uh, I was like, no, no. It's that, like, I got news for you. <laughs> that, that wasn't me. Uh, that or was the me. trash. It was you. You know, we've gone, you and I have talked about it several times about how my wife does not wake up yes. easily. Uh-huh. So last night, she said, I want you to remember tonight. <laughs> because all the times that you and Jay sit around and talk about how, how sound of a sleeper I am, tonight didn't happen. We were up, our dog is going through some issues. Mm-hmm. We were awake about every 30 minutes. Mm. And both of us were. Like, yeah. he would breathe. Like, oh, God, what? Is, is everything okay? Mm-hmm. Like, both of us were shooting out. And she goes, didn't happen tonight, did it? And I was like, I won't argue with you. It didn't. Every other night, that's different. different. Sun shines on a dog's ass every now and again. Yeah, that's right. right. That's right. I ain't going to give you props until you can do this mm. more regular. But no, that's... that's yeah. Uh, uh, you know, you notice, even like my skin on hands, it's like yeah. I always have cuts and... Br- it's like the skin is not as robust, I guess. I don't know. But like everything cuts my hands now and... and it's the age. So yeah. I realized this for me personally. I mean, I've known I'm old. Yeah. But the one thing that I've always taken great pride in is that I'm still a beast. Mm-hmm. I'll mm-hmm. still jack some stuff up. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. I'm strong like bull. Mm-hmm. So to to put things, you know how big a hose is. So on yeah. a fire department, they have these racks that they dry a hose on. Mm-hmm. And they're huge. And when the hose is wet, it's heavy as hell. Mm-hmm. So we had some five-inch hose, which is big, on a hose rack, full. And just for shits and grins, uh, Berkelbach yeah. put me up to it. But I got down a football stance and pushed it across the fire station. Mm-hmm. Just to say I could. Mm-hmm. I once put a railroad tie on my shoulder and walked with it just to see if I could do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So last weekend, my dad, I, my dad's been helping me out with making this desk and doing a bunch of stuff around the house. And so he's like, I'm going to call in a favor. I've got these logs that are free. All we got to do is go pick them up. Yeah. And I wasn't planning on doing it. I'm in flip-flops. And I was like, well, I mean, okay. How big are they? some logs. Yeah. Right. He said, oh, you know, five, six feet. They're not too bad. I said, okay, yeah, let's go. So we drive over there. And they're like closer to eight feet, mm. and they're they're probably as big around as this table in in circumference. They're mm. they're decent size. Yeah. And they've been sitting out in the weather since January, so they're wet. Yeah. Mm. Soaked it up. So I said, uh, and we probably have I don't know 
50, 50 feet worth of walking to get the, the logs from there to the truck. Yeah. And I said, well, how are we going to do this? And he said, we can't just pick it up? <laughs> huh. Yeah, it sounds good. I mean, I'm sure mm-hmm. we probably could once. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. There's six logs. Yeah. So the lady who was giving them away had a, a dolly. She's like, well, if y'all can get it on the dolly, we, that'd be fine. I said, well, okay, let me check. So I went to stand up one log. Mm. And it took most of the strength and gumption that I had just mm-hmm. to stand it up. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, this this pretty heavy. Like, I don't, I don't see this going well. And I thought, well, maybe I just want to test how heavy it is. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pick it up, bear hug it, and pick it up just to test the he- weight. Uh, I'm pretty sure I have a hernia. Mm-hmm. That's the... Mm-hmm. the, the I I have a, a lump right here. Oh yeah, that wasn't there. Yeah, um, that's probably that could be it. Yeah, you gotta really be careful. With we that got stuff. all six loaded. Yes. Did <laughs> you get them unloaded? No. Okay. Oh, now my dad took it to the to the sawmill. Uh, and I guess they unloaded oh, it, but good. I yeah. Was, yeah. I have a question. Mm. So we're talking we're the conversations about old age, mm-hmm. and I just I listened to this story, and I listened to certain things right, and I go. You know what's the the shining light in all this? Even though we're old and we're we're breaking down, mm. we still think like like young. we can do this. Yeah, 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 yeah. you ain't tell me like you saw it and right. your your forty two year old brain said that's too mm. that's too heavy. Yeah, but the the, the prime Sean yeah. goes, let me give this I a whirl. This. Yeah. Let yeah. I if I can stand it up, yeah, we can move it. Yes. Very true. <laughs> so I noticed that I can't even bring in all of the groceries in one shot like I uh-uh. used to. Yeah. That's oh so speaking of groceries. <laughs> so my wife tells me yesterday, hey, make sure you ask Jay about his grocery haul yesterday. Oh. So go ahead and share with share with everyone your grocery haul. Oh, this sounds <laughs> fun. So I <laughs> No wonder you couldn't bring all the bags in. Good God. So yesterday, I decided, I love steak. Yeah. Like any, As we all do. Any, a real man does. Sure. I love a steak. Yeah. So Kroger, of course, every week they have their steak deals. And I'm a huge ribeye fan. Mm-hmm. I love ribeyes. So this week is ribeyes. So you limit two per yeah. <laughs> two per customer. Right. And you get a nice quantity, nice quality ribeyes. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna stock up, stock the deep freezer up. Yeah. So I'm gonna go and get some some ribeyes. So I go to Kroger and I buy it's eight ribeyes. Mm-hmm. And they were the total came to twenty three dollars. Wow. So I went up. Can't let this deal go to waste. Yeah. Four Kroger's later. Nice. 20 packets of ribeyes later. <laughs> plus two tomahawk ribeyes. That was what I was waiting on. Mm. How two, big were they? Like, I didn't see a picture, but how big dude, were they? I got to I'll show you. I have it right. That's a, that's a, those a, things are ginormous. And if you go to a restaurant, yeah. So I had some, some big wigs from work come in and they wanted to go eat Texas steaks. Mm-hmm. And we went to uh, 
Vic and Anthony's. Oh yeah. And the guy was like, "Well, let's let's get tomahawks." I was like, "Holy cow!" Oh yeah, that's a solid that's right there. Yeah. And I have two. Well, well, I'll show you the whole, the whole thing. Oh. For a normal person, I would say that you would have to split that between. So that's yeah. the hall. Oh wow! Holy shit! You should be in good shape for a while yeah, there. I know where I'm eating. Yeah, man. <laughs> so that was the haul yesterday and the thing was i didn't plan on buying that many right yeah but when i went to get the ribeyes i turn over and they have all these tomahawk steaks mm-hmm. and i'm going they're normally 60 something dollars a piece oh yeah yeah kroger had them for 30 bucks mm-hmm. so i was like shoot for the price of one i can get two yeah might as well how long does that sale on for <laughs> till next tuesday oh man so uh, i was yeah. so i went and i was like you, you know i like to cook steaks yeah. and cook things and i just like i like it and i have to buy that many because if i cook two steaks my wife is going to eat one and a half. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's going to take one and a half steaks to work and yep. again. So I'm saying I'm going to eat a whole steak. I, I eat half, save the half for, yeah. half for later. I make two, so it's technically it's a steak for her, steak, steak for me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And she'll eat one and a half. So I have to buy so many. So when I, when I sent her the picture, I immediately got a text message. <laughs> immediately, I sent her the video. I immediately got a text message, and the text message was like, "Are you serious?" <laughs> and that's all it was. So she comes home. She doesn't say hi to me. She doesn't say hi to the dog. She immediately walks to the deep freezer, pulls out a tomahawk, holds it <laughs> like it's a hammer, yeah. and goes. She looks up. She goes, "Oh yes," and then puts it back in. And I'm like, "What was all that? Uh, yeah, before." But yeah, yeah. Ask me if I did that. A while ago, no, what not? No, but mm, it is what it is. Mm. The, uh, the the doing things that our bodies, you know, we think we can do. These racks right here, I remember those. So I don't know exactly how much they weigh, but oh, they weigh a lot. It's gotta be, yeah. And I had my wife and and her ninety pound sister here to help me put them up uh-huh. um, yeah. uh-huh. and that wasn't really going to happen so I literally just picked them up and put them up there Yeah, myself it, it, and it hurt nine times out of ten if there's some heavy lifting involved yeah. and the only person to help is your wife You're just gonna you just, just might as well just go hey go sit down somewhere I got this except I will say there's been like Four or five times where Lexi has been like, I I can help. I will help. And I'm like, okay. Because I, I can't do this on my... And she's helped. And she's, she's a power lifter. I'll give her that. You are a lucky one. Yeah. Because I'm like, hey, can you bring up my toolbox? <laughs> and she goes to pick it up. And she's two-handing the toolbox <laughs> up the stairs. I'm like, I got it. I got it. Yeah. Let me get here. Put it on my pinky. I got it, and I'll take it up. It's. I can't remember what it was. We were we were lifting something, and at her grandma's, I think, and her grandma's like, "You can't lift that." And Lexi got that. Oh, the hell I can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And that's usually where you get into trouble, though. Yeah, you know, that's where, where you can throw something she's, out. She's, <laughs> at that, she's at that age where five more years, she'll be in the same boat as us. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it yeah. happens to them. I mean, I, I turned 30. When you and I were on the ambulance together, mm-hmm. every day... So I thought he was old as shit when I worked with him. Yeah. I did. I thought he was old as shit because how old? You're 46. 46 so now. He's four years older than I am. But at 19, that four years yeah. makes a lifetime of difference. Thanks. Thanks. Now, none. Right. Uh, but he kept telling me every every day, oh, he'd get in the ambulance and, oh, man, my back. Oh, yeah. God. And I'd make yeah. fun of him and I'm talk trash and he'd say okay that's that's fine yeah that's fine <laughs> when you when you turn 28 yeah you'll start noticing yeah and then when you turn 34 35 this will really notice yeah and then once you hit 50 or 40 yeah and it's it yeah and i man you're you're high as a kite like whatever, whatever shut up old man. man yeah and at 28 it, it started, started to come down. And, and, uh, it's been downhill since. Yeah. Uh, man. Dude, I, I was, I'll never forget. I was, um, I was working at the schoolhouse. Um, so I was teaching at sniper school, mm-hmm. uh, Fort Benning. And I had a headache. I had a migraine for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, whatever. So I go get it checked out and they want to do all these tests. Then in the middle of the testing, like, it's the test probably took about a week, all the tests I had to do. In the middle of testing, I'm still in the Army. I'm still, right. well, I'm not doing the job. I'm teaching, so I'm not training as hard. I'm not in the field. I'm not deploying, but I'm, I'm you know, still doing some physical type stuff. But nothing near what I used to do. Right. And, man, my knees started hurting. My back's hurting. My headaches. I'm like, Jesus Christ, what's going on? So I go... And check my knee. I'm like, hey, my knee's jacked up. I'm like, you know, give me, give me, give me something. Like, yeah. Give me a shot, like, right? Like, turning water. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just give me, give me the ibuprofen. Yeah. I'll take whatever you got. Yeah. And they do these things like, uh, mm, they was like, nope, uh, mm, that knee is that knee is messed up. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, okay, well, we gotta do rehab, get it strengthened <laughs> up. And they're like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna put you in some rehab. So they put me in a rehab. The rehabilitation person goes, mm mm, this ain't this ain't gonna rehab. Yeah, this ain't gonna go. He's like, no. So finally, they sit me down in a room, and I never forget. It was like four doctors in this room, and they they sit me down. And they go, Sergeant Pipkin, um, we gotta talk to you. You got some options, and I'm like, what the hell are you talking about options? Like, what do you mean the surgery? Yeah, and they're like, well, you could reclass. To you know something like supply or clerk, or, clerk <laughs> or we can start your medical retirement process. Now keep in mind, I was at work this morning. Yeah, like how I'm old at, are you? I, at the time, this was two thousand twelve. So what, seven, eight years ago? Mm-hmm. So I'm in my thirty, thirty three, yeah, thirty three, thirty two. And keep in mind, I'm out here. Running two miles every morning. Right. I'm doing my... I just ran this morning. You know, yeah, I got the headache, but it'll go away. Yeah. yeah. My back hurts. Let me get moving. It'll go away. And they're like, nah, we got to do your medical retirement. So I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm just staring at them. And then one doctor goes, every year in the infantry takes seven years off your life. 
Yeah. And you've been in for 12. And I'm like, she's like, so your body is exactly the yeah, age of an 80-year-old. Right. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like, whatever. You know when you go to the doctor, you think you're sick? You go to the doctor, the doctor tells you what you got, then you come home and you're sick? Right. Yeah. I left the doctors that day, and from that day on, I was miserable. Yeah. I, everything hurt. Like, I'm just sitting there, back hurt, necks hurting, knees hurting. And I'm like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Like, I was just fine two days ago. Just like that. Just like yeah. that. And this, the psychologist, my psychologist goes, your body is settling down. Mm-hmm. Your, the adrenaline, like, you understand, like, you're, every day when you're, when you're deploying and all that, your yeah. adrenaline is, is fueling you. You're not feeling the pain and all that because you're focused on the job. Now you're a teacher is more laid back. You're not doing that. Your body's going, let me try to repair myself. Yeah. So it's repairing what it can and what it can't, you can feel it now because it, it feels different. So I was like, God, man. That makes sense. And then yeah. the, then the yeah. old grumpy, the old grumpy major, the medic, he was the only army dude in this panel of, a panel of doctors. He was the only army doctor. And he was a cool dude. And he goes, you're old. This is what happens. And I was like, you're right. Like, yeah. I'm like, he's like, get yeah. your body. He's like, it's over. You don't see a lot of old soldiers. You don't see a lot of old firemen. You don't see a lot of old cops. And if you do, they're, they're, they're not, Danny Glover. They're, yeah. You're out here like Danny Glover. That's for sure. That's right. Yeah. And, and yep. that's the one thing I couldn't do. I couldn't let my, I had to swallow that. I had to take that because I couldn't let my pride get the best of me. Because I could have just blew them off right. and said, I just won't come back. Right. I'll just keep on doing this. My time of teaching is almost over. It's a three-year stint. My time of teaching is almost over. I, and I, I had to sit down and talk to my wife. And I told her what was going on. And she goes, well, I don't want you to point anymore anyway. Yeah. Take it. And yep. I, And it was a huge blow because I don't realize I'm 33. I'm think I'm 25. Yeah. Like so I got soldiers calling me old man. I'm like, dude, I just turned 33. Around you. Yeah, like yeah. like easy young one. And then you realize no, you're old. Then, yeah, then you're yeah. old and you're fainting when you're taking pisses yeah. now. You, you know, just like, accept it eventually. And, yeah. You can't know, hold enough far yeah. yet. You're fainting when I you mean, pee. I think for me, I didn't really realize I was old until I got off the ambulance. Yeah, same thing. I've been on the ambulance for 20 years, gotten in a yeah. relationship, 48 hour shifts are really hard on relationships. So I was like, I'll move into something more stable. I got off the ambulance, got into safety, and then it started. Everything just kind of unraveled, and it's like, oh, yeah, no, I'm old. Yeah. Uh, okay. No, it takes us tall. Uh, it takes us tall. It was hard to hard to swallow, and then you're like, yeah, but I mean, okay, I still could. I'll I'll sure. hurt tomorrow, but I still could. Oh yeah, it's a. It's, but I don't want to stop. <laughs> I think I don't it. Wanna. It, like uh, my neighbor it always hits me up. I have a neighbor. He's a retired LAPD officer, and he always sees me. And he goes, he knows, you know, knows I'm ex-military and medically retired. So he doesn't really know why 
I was medically retired. He just knows that it's some medical stuff. Yeah. And he doesn't see me mow my grass and stuff. So he goes, yeah, you know, yeah, you got them injuries. You got to take care of yourself. And I'm like, dude, listen, if I could, yeah, I would. Yeah. I would do what I was like. But me mowing my yard, I'm going to be laid up. Yeah, for about a day. Yeah, it would, yeah, yeah. If I'm digging down, picking up leaves and putting them in bags and filling all these bags up, my back is gonna blow up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't know if if you know this or not. When that lower back goes, oh um, yeah, I don't. I'm cranky. Yeah, right? and you don't. You can't even. You don't even want to take a shit. Right. You just, you, yeah, everything hurts. Like, yeah, everything I don't want to move. You're That's on crazy. the toilet until your legs are numb. Yeah, and you're you like, don't want to get up. Mm-hmm. It's definitely, uh, I think we've probably covered, but man, you know, we could talk about, like everything, we could talk about that stuff all day. Maybe we will again uh, revisit that, but, um, you know, I think that uh, as we kind of wrap up this this episode, we've touched on some new ground that probably would be good to... Um, chat about more in the future as we head into well, it's July Fourth, Independence Day weekend. It, it uh, oh. You know, we've had some experiences with fireworks that we, we don't we want have. others to have. Yeah, uh, but be we careful with those. We should. Fireworks. I don't know what your schedule is this I weekend, don't but have a schedule. We should yeah. shoot. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, I, we talked a little bit last time about yeah. how you shot me and it melted the the yeah. clothes into my yeah. So Roman candle oh, fire. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And then he's wearing the like Under Armour dry wig shirt. Neoprene? Yeah, thing, like, it, it melts up your skin. skin. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. 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 I yeah. won. Okay. These things happen. They happen. Yeah. But uh, I'm glad we had, we'll get uh, we'll get the Sarge back on the show yeah. again in the future. And, you are and, welcome anytime. And uh, we'll um, continue to do what we've been doing. And I'm going to ask you, as I do every yes. week, have you, have you spoke with Gary Busey, no, Jim McAndill, no, no, Mr. No, Bush? No, Well, Jeff now Adam? that was a no. Okay. Yeah, they've all been very busy. Well, awesome. Thank you for your service. <laughs> and congratulations. Yeah. Asshole. <laughs>